When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. And it's the best of sports talk here on a Friday afternoon. No, I'm just kidding, folks. Just kidding. We have a live, a live broadcast here with uh, Patrick James Stephen Rice adjusting in his chair, donning his headphones. Mr. Manny Hill sitting to my right. Isn't every segment the best? Isn't every segment of sports talk the best of sports talk? Though <laughs> you go into it. Every segment you go is into eligible, it right? It's going to be the best of. Yes. Yeah. I need a condom. Okay, uh, your mic was on. Um, anyway, I need one of these mic cards. I thought you were going out for a social event, no. and I was going to say, no. you "Don't count on me." No. I, uh, well, we are really freelancing no. today, no. are we? I need one of the microphone condoms. Good start here. Anyway. What do we the call these things? I call them condoms. Uh, yeah, I get a microphone a condom, condom, a sock, a sock, a sock. Okay, sock. Yeah, a sock okay. would be good too. All right, a windscreen maybe. Well, I would have been, been on. I would have been on time today. But you were looking for a condom. No, well, A, B. No, I just found out I didn't have one right now. But uh, I walk in, some jackass has Little League Baseball on. I hate Little League Baseball. And the first thing I see is some fat kid with curly, curly hair. Like lumpy or something. Curly, curly hair and wearing sunglasses. Oh. The the parents got him the $250 athletic. Uh, Somebody must have been playing with you to leave that on. You know why Little League Baseball is so bad for baseball's image as a whole? Because about every one of these little son of a guns is 30 pounds overweight. They're all fat. They all look like they got, catchers, don't they? Yeah, they, they all do. They all, they're all fat. They go to the state tournament. I mean, they go to the national tournament. Ah, oh, man, I hate it. No, people have to know baseball. that what happens here with the little with these little leaguers is it's not just the, the, the team that was the Oakland A's for the year. Yeah. This is this is the cream of the yeah, crop. They, they're usually their, all-star teams from the league. Right, right. right. Yeah. They're plucked. So every one of those kids, I would rather see one where... They have a playoff, and you got guys like me that were still on the yes, team that right. still throw mm-hmm. like they have no idea what they're well, doing. That, this kid looks kind of like you, kind of chubby and uh, curly, <laughs> long curly hair. hair. Got, I got a you, don't have, you don't have the shades on. I, I will admit to you, Pat, it is hard to find 
something on in the sports sports world this time of the year because yes. you got the little league on little league on on, uh, on ESPN and we have but then, Duke basketball games. I think there's one yeah. on this evening. Well, and then I, I'm flipping around. I got here a little bit earlier, and and I'm flipping around trying to find something. I I even went desperation mode and flipped over to Big Ten Network, and they had 1993 yeah. Wisconsin football where yes. they were talking to Chile and. Daryl Bevel, and then I, then I just, right? yeah, then I just flipped over to NBA TV, and they had an old Jazz Blazers game on from the nineties. Oh on. yeah, so no, I, that I settled, really I settled for that. That was a little bit better. <laughs> nice somebody consolation told me, prize. Somebody told me, uh, I, well, I heard Judd Mackey, Judd Mackey today talking about how uh, I think Judd said he flipped over to the NBA, and or no, Phil said he saw in the NBA uh, the other day a game between Philadelphia and Portland in that wonderful final. Uh, in seventy whatever, when right, Portland won, when Portland won, yeah. right? Doctor Jack won. When, when Bill Walton and was Dr. actually healthy, Doctor Jack had the big wide collared shirt, missing a couple <laughs> yeah. of buttons with yeah, the flowered yes. pants and the whole deal. <laughs> but I've told you guys that I was at one of those games with Ron Schuler of the Twins. It was an off day in Baltimore. He was a big buddy of. Uh, some of the uh, of McCarver and uh, Steve Carlton and those guys, and they had a suite for the game. I had a rent a car. We drove to uh, Philadelphia and saw Game Two that the Seventy Sixers won to take a two zero lead, and then they lost the next four to hmm. uh, Portland. Wow! And how that how was, was that? Was that who was in the suite with you guys? Uh, Just yeah, family bunch, members. Bunch, and no, friends. no, Steve Carlton and Tim McCarver. Oh, he was. Guys. Yeah, all the all the ball players were in there. Yeah. And then we went out drinking with them afterwards. And Schuler was good at it too. He was at the drinking part. The drinking part. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, I guess we all were. I uh, I remember the drive back to Baltimore in my car. Yes. Being a little droopy eyed. I remember because oh. it was about three. I know this when we arrived. This orb was starting to appear ah. in the eastern sky. That was never your friend <laughs> to a drinker. Uh, that was never your friend. You needed no, a little more of that eastern darkness. eastern sky. And about how long a drive was that, Baltimore to Philly? Well, I could have perhaps taken two or three wrong, wrong turns. So I, I don't know. <laughs> three that. days. Where am I? It took us three days to get to Baltimore. And this is one of those mornings when you wake up and you reach your face around and say, God. Dang it, I'm still alive. You know? <laughs> How did this happen? Damned, I'm still around. <laughs> that was the night that Daryl Dawkins took the punch at Maurice Lucas and missed and hit Doug Collins. Ooh. Oh, Look back okay. on the tape. And, yeah. you know, Daryl Dawkins is one of the biggest human beings ever. Yes. And Maurice was second. <laughs> Doug Collins was not intended to take that punch, and he missed him and hit him. But, boy, was that, 70, was that 76ers team fun. World yeah. be free. They loved him, and that yeah. and that building was rocking. Man, they uh, they loved that. Was that team. A, was that a pretty nice arena? The Spectrum back no. then. Uh, yeah, well, you know, back then you didn't. You know, you it was really kind of circular. Too, right? It was kind of it was like Civic Center. It was okay. circular. Okay. You know, they were all built the same way. Everybody who built stadiums or arenas back then thought the way to do it was to one standard way get the circle thing going and of course all baseball stadiums cuz they were built multi-purpose and most of them were built with more concern for football than baseball right so you had the huge foul territory and the and the whole stupid design that got people further away from home plate so uh but yeah that was fun that night that was a hell of a game and that place 
What I loved about World Be Free is <laughs> World Be Free is he, he had three nicknames. He had uh, the Prince of Midair, uh, World Be Free, and what the hell was he? Uh, I guess Big yeah, guy. World Be Free in all world. Or, I, I don't know, but. People were running around with big placards and signs in honor of Lloyd when he came in. Uh, How did he get the nickname? World, world be free. I'm, I'm, well, they changed it. I don't know. They started a legal they, change. They, they they started calling him World, all World, and he illegally changed his name to World Be Free. December eighth, nineteen eighty one, a day before his twenty eighth birthday, he legally changed his first name to World. <laughs> yes. <laughs> according know. according to Free. The fellas back in Brownsville gave me the nickname World when I was in junior high. They just started calling me All World because because all city and all county and things like we're that not weren't good. good. We're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> is Lloyd still with us? You never hear anything about yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's still, still with, with us. us. He yeah. is uh, 64. Wow. 64 years old. Doesn't tell us where he's living, does it? No, I could probably. Let me scroll down what his a Wikipedia. Man, that was... Uh... That was a fun NBA because they were they they were they mug each other and play dirty, but then a lot of them never played any defense. Oh, that. currently free is director of player development and a community ambassador for the Seventy Sixers. Really good for yeah. him. Still in Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did those guys? I were- think my favorite, one of my favorites. That was a little later though. Was Andrew Andrew Tony who played on that team down there? That Seventy Sixers a little later. Mm-hmm. There's a legend about Andrew Tony. There's a legend about Andrew, uh, the Boston Strangler. Yeah, Andrew was at a uh, at a dinner, like a preseason dinner, and he ended up sitting next to the winner, uh, to the uh, owner, Mister Katz. Okay, and he asked Mister Katz if he was Jewish. Okay, uh, you know, and Mister Katz said yes, and Andrew started laughing like crazy, and oh. the guy says. Why are you laughing, Andrew? And he says, those funny hats, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew Is he talking there. about the Orthodox yeah, Jews yeah, or the, uh, the yarmulkes? You got to wear those funny hats, man. He was, uh, I guess, Andrew. The, the 76ers had some characters, man. Dawkins, Free, after that, Andrew, Tony. That was a great Barkley. rivalry. That was a great rivalry, right 76ers. He came a little later, but 76ers and Celtics. And 76ers were really good. They just couldn't beat the Celtics. Was Dr. J kind of the mild-mannered one yes. out of all those yes. guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the, the senior member, too. You know, he, yeah. was, he was not the... But uh, Then Moses finally got there, and then they, yeah, then they finally too. won a, won a mm-hmm. title in 83, and they swept yes. the Lakers. Yep, he was a monster, too, man. Uh, all right. But he was not always known as Dr. J, right? Dr. J, 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 Dr. That just shows us in the 1970s there was no ad corny enough not to get (laughs) out. Dr. J doing a chapstick ad. All right, we shall return. Watch a drinking, rum my whiskey. A good tune. That is not too bad. With me. And Kenny too brought bad. this to us. I'm sorry, I'm a little late. So we did. I we get over the desk. Macy, Macy Gray. What is it? Um, 
It's the I remember her name. Never forget you by the it started the D I think. Uh, I don't I don't get the joke on the gas leak. Explain this to me, would you please? Let's introduce the segment. Okay. This is we're introducing this is the Freelance Friday. Yes. It's for or the Friday Freelance. We haven't decided yeah. which. So. And what's on Kenny's mind? Yeah, uh, what's on Kenny's mind? Kenny wants to be left the hell alone. Yes, hey. Leave <laughs> me alone. Okay. That's My the, God. the noisettes, by the way. The noisettes never forget you. This in this reminds okay, this goes back to a tweet yesterday. Hmm. Tell me about it. Yesterday at five twenty or okay. so. I'm sitting at the desk. I got all the scanners blasting. I hear the Hennepin County scanners say uh, a gas line. And, and I quoted the dispatcher. A gas line has been cut 420 69th Avenue. And the first thing in my nerd brain is there's no 69th Avenue. Where's 69th Avenue at 4th and 69th? No, that doesn't uh-huh. exist. So I wait and she says it again. So I go look it up and I find it. There it is in the map, Brooklyn Center. It, ex- okay. it exists. Okay. 69th goes east and west, not north and south. Mm-hmm. So i thinking that other dummies, nerds like me, aren't going to believe the address. I get a screen grab of the map and I put okay. it up and I quote the dispatcher and the tweet says, a gas line has been cut at 420 69th Avenue. Uh, whatever north yeah and i go this about my factual, business right? then this is all factual and uh, i turn the scanner off i go home and it gets a few retweets whatever meanwhile i go out last night my phone dies i ignore it i get home i turn on the phone get it charged and i see it's got 805 likes and is as this i'm a 69 joke is that what it is it's 420 it's a gas gas and i know cut. no but why did no why it, was no it it's popular? it's gas and cut 420, which is a weed thing. Oh, okay. And 69th. Oh, okay. So it's those uh, three. I didn't know the 420. And Roycey, I'm looking at it for three, four minutes. It goes from 805 likes to over 1,200 likes. So this is as sophomoric as humor can get, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And what I, were you supposed to do? Make up a different advice, address so it no, wasn't as funny? No, everybody's having fun with it. They all think it's delightful and fantastic. But impressions, you know, if you go to your mm-hmm. Twitter thing, you can see your tweet activity. Yeah. My impressions right now on this tweet, 1,527,000. 257,000 engagements. So this had to make some very popular... uh, 22,000 people have clicked my profile. (laughs) 16,000 people have liked it. Do a lot of people think you just were making it up? I don't know. I'm going to steal a line from Sushere. Why don't you do that every day? (laughs) 3,600 retweets, and I've picked up a couple of hundred followers in the meantime. Well, now you you have to be uh, tasteless and send some stuff out. Uh, The thing is... The sly humor. Right, they're waiting for the next one. I mean, you of all people know that I have a love-hate, mostly-hate relationship with Twitter. It really bugs me. uh, Because you work and you work and you work and you try to give good information... And everybody ignores you. Or you put out a story out there that's heart uh, touch, heart touching and warm, and it'll bring a tear to your eye. Everybody ignores it. You make a fart joke, boom, yeah. it explodes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what the hell? This explains morning the popularity of morning radio. This it's, is what it explains. That yeah, you know, yes. it's low hanging fruit. The stupider the joke. The better it's going to be. Lower your standards. That's the right. whole deal. That's or, right, you, know? you know, we're going to send flowers to who do you want to? And the guy says, 
uh, Lisa from the dairy store, and, it, and not your wife. Oh, your wife's on. You know, it's all set up and made mm-hmm. up, and it's. Mm-hmm. But this just happened. I mean, this was organic, and yes. I I wasn't trying to. You know, Patrick, I could sit down for twenty four hours and concoct the world's best joke. It would get two yes. likes, and I'd lose twenty people would unfollow me. But you make yeah. Well, I don't. Okay. I don't. Get yeah, of it. course. Uh, for me, I, I I've been told before about the what's the four twenty connection to marijuana? Uh, a date? It's a date that it became legal or something someplace. Or? What is it? It's well, we know it's Hitler's birthday. We know it's something else. I don't. It's know. everything it's, that has to do with like on April twentieth. It's four twenty or. Yeah, but it's like why Pi Day, but for it, dope. What's, what's it have? To, yeah, but what what happened on that day? I have no idea. It, it, well, they cut a gas line, and it was no, on yeah, 69th. Right, on a street named 69th. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm looking right. it up. 420 meaning. Well, why okay. is 420 uh, 420 noun. 420 used to refer to marijuana or to the act of smoking marijuana. Yes. For April... 20th, 420, considered an occasion for smoking or celebrating yeah, well, the smoking so far they marijuana. haven't told Why? us anything. Why? Why? Uh, 420, cannabis culture. It's a code term, and let's find out why. Uh-huh. Origins. Oh, in it, 1971. It's a police code. Oh, it's, it's a police a, code. It's a police code for marijuana possession? There you go. Okay, I didn't know that. Thanks, okay. Chris, for knowing that. Yeah, but is it a police code in... Just one place, or is it all four twenty? I think it's everywhere? universal. Who knows? Okay. Who and why knows? does Reavers know about that? Well, I think he has family members in law enforcement. <laughs> Boy, I hope that's the reason, huh? Yes, yes. I really hope that's the reason. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's four. So I, I don't understand it. Patrick. You know what? It's too hard to uh, the humor today is too hard. You gotta every acronym is now a joke or some damn thing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's 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 too hard. But hey, you're more popular than you've ever been. Yeah, exactly what I don't want. Yeah. I, I want to retire to a small town and sit on my porch in a rocking chair and yell maybe swear you words can, at people. Uh, maybe you can uh, charge people to follow you. <laughs> threaten them okay, to... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Threaten them, send me five bucks or I'm going to block you. How about that? <laughs> but and we that, need to... That's another thing I did last Friday when we got noticed, Patrick. I went into my uh, blocked users and I uh-huh. unblocked everybody. <laughs> I am currently not blocking I don't, one I, single I, soul. I can't find that on mine. I don't know where it is. So yeah, but we need to investigate this even further. Why did the Why did the cops come up with four twenty? Yeah, oh, that's true. Well, we want to get into that too. Right, right. Yeah, well, right. Any coppers out there? Let me uh, Let me know. All you cops that know everything. Oh, and another thing, Pat, about this um, Adam twelve. Why didn't they use Adam thirteen? Right, exactly. <laughs> the number twelve. <laughs> the number one response, and I guess this is now code word. The number one response, and I've had you know hundreds and thousands of responses, and they all, they all say the same thing: nice. <laughs> so that's code for nice. that's okay. some kind that's of weed good. code. Oh, that's good. So, that's good. Yeah. Right. So when somebody says nice to you, they're asking, mm-hmm. "Hey, do you want to puff up?" Here's a guy who's uh, take to the reefer. <laughs> here's the guy that's uh, probably heard the 420 code shouted in the car behind him with I the red light why. on uh, in the back. It's yeah. Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report Co- comes to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. Do you know the origin of 420? I do indeed, and it's not the police code. That's an urban myth. Oh. The uh, the the most popular uh, conception of how it. Uh, 
came out to be 420 is that's when a group of kids would get together after school and start smoking weed. That's what I had heard, too. It went back to decades back in California. They'd all start hanging out at 420 and light it up. That makes way more sense. That may be another urban myth, but that's the one that is the the highly thought of as being realistic. All right, don't bogart that microphone. Okay. (laughs) Well, we had a winning session today to wrap up the week. Took a while, but stocks did close higher with the Dow Jones Industrial Average. I had 110 points closing at 25,669. The NASDAQ composite rose nine points. The S&P 500 also gained nine points. Another change is coming from the struggling subscription movie service MoviePass. The company has implemented new restrictions on its service, including limiting movie options to a choice of just six a day. There may be further limitations on showtime availability for those six selected movies. And Google has changed a help page on its website that a erroneously described how its location history setting works, clarifying for users that it still tracks your location even when you turn the setting off. The change comes days after an Associated Press investigation revealed that several Google apps and websites store user location even if users have turned off location history on their settings. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, sir. Have a good weekend. We'll talk again on Monday. Let's uh, check traffic here. And before we go any further, we uh, I, I want to mention this closure this weekend. Southbound 35W shutting it down all weekend from County C down to 4th Street in Minneapolis. Starts at 9 p.m. Uh, uh, argue with Re- uh, with uh, Bruce Vale here, or are uh, you gonna you gonna go with him on the? Uh, I'll just go with him. Four twenty because I uh, personally don't really care. Four twenty <laughs> uh, being, uh, you know what? Rather than it being the police call, it being the time the kids started token in uh, California is a more fun. That's right? sure. Yeah, it's more fun. So I don't know. You know what? I didn't know I'm many. With, I'm going with that. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know many potheads in my youth. And Falda is probably pretty thin picking stuff. Yeah, and then prior, like, uh, we just drank. We did. Yeah, those yeah, are the guys that say, oh, judge, uh, bleep and bleep and drug. Give me my 20th beer. We just sat around <laughs> a fire and uh, pretended like we were the crusher and drank beer and then crushed the cans on our heads. Yeah, I thought, have, thought that would attract the girls. I'm uh, not sure it did. But, I may uh, have done that a few times <laughs> myself. As a former Cretan cookie pusher, mm-hmm. uh, I think that uh, well, wait a minute. What? I didn't see a lot what? of... Uh, what? What is that? There were some kids. What's a Cretan? That's what they call this Cretan cookie pusher. <laughs> what does that mean? I think it means that it has uh, some... Your nerds? No. Uh, a, a Bible a, Maybe bangers? distribution of some uh, uh, some type of uh, 420 or things like oh, that. Oh, I thought maybe cookie, cookie pusher, pusher because you're out selling cookies to raise money for the Catholic. It wasn't, Bible it wasn't yeah. cookies. No, it wasn't yeah. cookies. Okay. That's different than a cake eater. Right, yeah. right, yes. right. It's way right. different than the little trade school over in Mendota Heights they've got over there that all boys won. Here's Reavers uh, with some actual news here at the fr- on Friday fr- on the uh, what do you prefer, uh, R- R- Ruck, the Friday Freelance Friday or the Friday Freelance Friday Freelance Friday Fun, Friday, Fun Fest? That's right. Okay, that's right. Logan Forsyth had a career high five hits, and Jorge Polanco drove in four runs as the Twins outslugged the Tigers 15-8 last night at Target Field. The two teams combined for seven home runs. Miguel Sano and Iri Adrianza also went deep for the Twins. Uh, Forsyth raised his batting average, by the way, with the Twins to four 
49. You can't sell him. You got to sign him long term. No kidding. Uh, Irv Santana was awful again last mm-hmm. night. His fifth start after missing most of the year, rehabbing a finger injury. He was pulled in the fifth after loading the bases with nobody out. He gave up seven runs and seven hits. Same two teams go at it again tonight. Kyle Gibson will start opposite Tigers left-hander Matthew Boyd. First pitch is at 7 True story. Hmm. I watched the first inning last night, and it was three to two, and I couldn't have. It was sad to watch Liriano, and it was sad to watch Irv. So I switched and watched a movie <laughs> and came back, and there was one out in the top of the fifth. Oh, it oh was the goodness. longest was game long in the game. history of mankind. Yes, it was. What movie did you watch? Anything worth? I think it's one you'd probably like. I think the name of it is uh, Perdida. It's a Argentinian drama. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Subtitles. <laughs> Subtitles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have no problem with subtitles. You know what? When you're the age of the bride and I, we have subtitles on the English movies. We do yeah. closed caption. I, I will admit I've done that, too. <laughs> I, uh, I went and saw The Spy Who Dumped Me last Okay. Night. High and class humor. I'll high class up. humor. Uh, Kate McKinnon was pretty funny. But uh, you're a guy, Kunis right? Was- Pat's got, Pat's gal. Uh, Mila, it? yeah, Mila Kunis. Oh, She's, Mila, uh, yeah. Am I going? That was, uh, yeah, I like that. It was a good. Any, uh, you know, let's get no, candid here. No. Any full frontal nudity? No. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> yes, there was in in one scene. Yes, not that that would be an insane. Right, right. Like. Was it a dude? <laughs> it's yes. It was. Oddly enough, there was some nudity, and it was, it was the, the guy, guy from yeah. Latvia, yeah. and he, he comes out. Off his oh, bare God. Yes, and they do a shot. And he's standing up like this. They do a shot from back here. Oh, a and porn you ju- shot! You just see, you just see swinging doors, you're swinging doors, and it's only for a split second. But I went, huh? And my wife went, really? Like, don't well, look, don't look, honey, don't look. I told Mel this when she was. It's not there. normally like that. Wow. I'm, I'm definitely. If I start drinking again, it's going to be Jim Beam. Jim Beam. Because of my Aunt Myla. Oh, uh, because ads, of her uh, ad. Uh, yeah, those sure, ads you bet. make me want to have a cocktail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame me there. Mm-hmm. What about the fact that she's uh, going to bed every night with uh, Ashton Kutcher? Does that, yeah, that, uh, that kind of kills the I think he mood. can get over that at this point. Yeah, but she was married to Macaulay Culkin for a long time, too. Married? I yes. think so. Yeah, they were married. Yeah. In 2000. She said, I heard down the hall that she takes blame for the failure of that relationship because she called herself, referring to herself as psycho. Really? Yeah, she said that the reason that relationship hasn't, failed was because. Hasn't Macaulay had some drug problems? Yes, he has. Yeah. 420. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> More than 420. Are they, in fact, problems, Patrick? Right. <laughs> well, at a certain level, it is when they're being dragged off to jail and stuff. News notes from today, President Donald Trump said today that he suspects he'll very quickly revoke the security clearance for a Justice Department official whose wife worked for the firm involved in producing documentation on Trump's ties to Russia, signaling that his efforts to target clearances over his frustration with the Russia investigation were not over. Trump tweeted that it was a disgrace for Bruce Orr to be in the Justice Department. His comments came two days after he yanked the security clearance for former CIA director John <laughs> he's, Brennan. He's gone completely nuts. Saying he had to do something about the rigged federal probe of Russian election interference. Uh, or has come under Republican scrutiny for his contacts to Glenn Simpson, co-founder of Fusion GPS. Mm-hmm. An American couple decided to bicycle around the world in an attempt 
to prove that evil does not exist. Uh oh. They chose to bicycle through ISIS territory and ISIS killed them both. Oh, well. So the the theory is uh, falling on hard times. Uh, the news of their deaths broke back on August 8th. Jay Austin. That's a good one. Hope fallen on hard times. That's, that's good. <laughs> and his girlfriend, Lauren Geogan, left their D.C. government jobs nearly two years ago to embark on a worldwide bike tour. The couple kept track of their trips on a website where they posted photos of their travels and whimsical musings on evil, the media, and the goodness of people. People aren't evil. No, people no. are good. Yep. Yes, you just need to talk and to then what I'm a lefty. Where, where did they go? Uh, I'll get to that here in a second. It's, it's one of the Izazikstans. It was. It was one of the standards. Tajik, Tajikistan. I didn't even know we had ISIS in that. Tajikistan. I thought we were a little more to the Middle East. You got pockets. You got pockets. In one post, Austin, who was a vegan, said he worked for the Department of Housing and Urban Development during Obama's presidency, explained how he and his girlfriend were planning to bike around the world with hopes to meet generous and approachable people. He did acknowledge that biking makes one more vulnerable. In another post, right before entering the ISIS hotbed in the recruiting grounds of Tajikistan, Austin waxed about how evil does not exist in the world. No, okay. it doesn't, no. Did we... Uh, People are good. That? Did, how did we uh, kill them? Did we uh, do uh, brutal things or just shoot them? Big uh, knives. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was a. Uh, they... They first took a car and they rammed there because they were biking with other people mm-hmm. uh that this couple was the the group the isis group so ran into them, them with a car and a bunch then, of them got killed yes i believe like it was whole, six total. a whole lot of them yeah. yeah yeah so well it didn't turn out so good no in minneapolis patrick tur- in the, these western states where the speed limit on two-lane roads is 70 mm-hmm. they have bicycle riders so you're okay. you're straddling two-lane roads with little or no shoulders and bicycle riders. Let me tell I've you, you it this. is interesting. I've, I bet I've, I've told you about the bicycle lanes we have down here in Florida. About like this. About six inches <laughs> wide. You better, you better be but coming out of our place in the back, that mile and a half, you see people trying to... <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, I left the radio station. I think this was Wednesday at 6. I was meeting some friends over here south of 94. Imagine that. And I took the Ooh. right... Across the freeway, yeah, you know where the where the bike lane is, yeah, double wide bike lane. There was a Prius driving in it, yeah, going going north all the time, texting on her phone. I thought, oh my god, all the time. (laughs) She has no idea. The bicycle that uh, bicycle lane. What is that street? Um, Is it Pelham? Yeah, Pelham. Okay, and it goes from Franklin down to the river (laughs) and Otis down there. And they've got a southbound bike lane and a northbound bike lane. It's just as wide. As the car lanes, and you see every day a car riding, oh driving in those bike lanes. Well, what if there's no bike to be in clear view? <laughs> well, I think it's more. People are up ahead of you trying to make a left hand turn. There's an unoccupied <laughs> bike lane. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm going it. for it. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it. That's right. I think it's more like Reavers. I think it's people uh, like Reavers saw. It's people unaware yeah. and on their mm-hmm. phone yep. and just being dumb, you know. How about Tweetmaster? You tweeted. Retweeted or picked up a tweet uh, on Raymond Avenue or uh, this morning Energy Park Drive, where somebody uh, cut in front of a semi. A biker. Yeah, 
just yeah. pointed his hand up there like, I'm going to go left, so get out of my way. <laughs> oh, my God. And right in front of a big rig doing about 30 miles per hour. They stop just like this. Yeah, huh? yeah. And what they don't even realize is these semi-drivers can't see in front of their hood. I mean, they're 15 feet in the air. They can't see you down there. Right. So they're going to run you over and not even know they hit you. Mm-hmm. Right, because they wouldn't even, yeah, there would be no. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, people are dumb. I want to know. Please be careful. Please. Kenny. Yeah. Uh, How are you? Worth, <laughs> uh, Worth Parkway Theo and Worth. Golden Valley Road. Yep. yep. Very busy. Turny, good, twisty, good busy, back, hilly. Good back to- yeah. We have been doing something on that intersection, and I s- assume it's a it's a roundabout. I'll check. I assume it's a roundabout. How long can it take? You got to put a little pavement this way, a little pavement that way, yep. and a big clump of grass in the middle, and let's go. It can't take three months. Right. Come on. What the hell? You'd be a good foreman. I you, could should, get, you should be I in charge, get brother. Eight kindergarten kids with a wagons full of tar right. and do it in about two weeks. And these jackasses have been Come doing on, it. Little bastards. These Where jackasses. That's my secret route. Yes. These jackasses have been doing it for three months. What the hell? It's a roundabout. You just go zoom. I'm calling it tar because you can't spell asphalt. <laughs> Let's head to Ulster Park, New York, fellas. Ulster Park. That's okay. east. Steve. He, this guy knows New York. He goes there for lunch. <laughs> so let's go. What do you want to know? Free Steve, of charge. Steve Sturt started Donkey Park after he uh, lost his job as a software engineer for IBM six years ago. He first heard about donkeys from his daughter in veterinary school and fell in love with them. Now he's devoting his life to providing an opportunity for people to interact with donkeys. And a blow ex- to the back of the neck is the punch name for this animal. Mike. What is a donkey? No. Betsy. What is a rabbit punch? Rabbit, yes. I <laughs> <laughs> did that yesterday. Donkeys resonate with who I am, says the 59-year-old, whose epiphany came after 26 years glued to the computer screen. They brought out this caring, sensitive person that I had pushed to the background while trying to be successful. Oh, shut up. <laughs> he has 11 donkeys, a mule, and a donkey-zebra hybrid that live, waka, waka. that live in a neat one-and-a-half-acre mini ranch at his home 80 miles north what? of New York City. What sicko puts a donkey and a zebra in the same pen and then sits there with his video cam on yeah. a tripod? What kind of weird... <laughs> Kinky freak does that. This country's going to hell. Yeah, sure this it country's sure going has. to hell in a handbasket, as they used to say in full the Minnesota. Yeah. He uh, takes them to schools, nursing homes, and events for children with disabilities. Hey, look at this freak. <laughs> his, his stripes are sideways. Oh, my God. By the way, uh, Patrick, during the commercial break, uh, after your recommendation about becoming a foreman, uh, for job sites, my brother texted me with a great idea: mm-hmm. crabbyasphalt.com. 
foreman the foreman has no idea (laughs) how the work is done he just wants wants it it done done. i'm here how long does this bleeping take (laughs) a mexico city restaurant is in trouble back to the donkeys oh yeah one of the most troubling sights of my youth in Fulda, Minnesota. I was just a young, impressionable kid. Was my old man and his drinking buddies playing donkey baseball up at the? Uh, oh, you're kidding up me! At the, uh, <laughs> where the do they get nine? Somebody brought in like body. That was a. There was donkey basketball was around. <laughs> a donkey the breeder. I got a good deal on eighteen <laughs> jackasses. These guys, <laughs> these guys. The old man trying to drive a donkey after about seven martinis was, uh, was uh, kind of a Did you say drive a donkey? Hop <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. on and give it the spurs. It's got a steering wheel. You're off your blinker. Right, right. And these donkeys, I, I can just get a small glimpse because I wasn't too old, but they didn't like their job. No! They got no. sick of being dragged around the outback of America and having to go out there and pretend like they were playing baseball. Oh. And they're not giant animals, so I'm sure some of these guys were dragging their heels on yeah. the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and they had to do it for both teams, too. You know, they oh, so there were only nine. There weren't 18. No, no, no. They were like five or six, so they had to be both teams, you know. <laughs> it's like being on nine-man football. You, <laughs> you got to play offense and defense. <laughs> Hurry up and send that tweet so I can retweet it. A Mexico Patrick. City restaurant just, is in trouble okay. after recently putting a protected species of tarantula on its menu. <laughs> in a video posted to its Facebook prote- page. Who has a protected species of a tarantula? Right. Mexico City. Splat. <laughs> uh, in a video posted to its Facebook page that shows a chef torching one until it's blackened, the Federal Environmental Protection Agency said it was alerted to the situation via social media and seized four tarantula corpses that were ready to be served up on tortilla shells. The tarantula tacos were apparently on offer for 500 pesos, or 50 times the price of a basic street taco. The restaurant's menu also features other uh, other delicacies as grasshoppers, worms, and ant eggs, which have a long tradition in Mexican cuisine, and scorpions, which are less common. You know what you don't get around here? What? Tongue tacos. Oh, yuck. The, uh, what is it like, the beef tongue? I was at, yeah, oh, it's a great delicacy. Really? Beef tongue. But I I've was, heard of that. I've never tried when it. When I was hanging out with Oscar De La Hoya for three days... King's Taco was right up the street from them. Okay. And they had beef, chicken, and tongue were the three. Uh, tongue three, taco. Tongue taco. I think I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw his brain churning and I was wondering what was coming out. I got out. that halfway out and said, I was you know, to be quiet. Who cares? I'm going for it. Right. <laughs> a Slovakian. The, the, he guy puts the beef, the chicken, the tongue. Last tongue, week eh, at this. Eh, oh my god. Last week at this time, I might not have done it. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, he probably would have been a bit of a last night. Last Thursday. Yeah, okay. Right. A Slovakian woman was reportedly arrested after she played the same opera song on repeat 
for 16 years. What? Oh, yeah, she should be beat up. The woman who was identified as Eva by a Hungarian news site was charged with harassment and malicious persecution for allegedly forcing her neighbors to repeatedly endure Giuseppe Verda's La Travita. Did she hate them or La she just Travita. loved the opera? She was yeah. very mad at her neighbors, Patrick. Uh, she began doing this 16 years ago to drown out the noise of a neighbor's barking dog Chris, and never stopped. Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, so they waited 16 years to finally complain? Thank you, That's Brad. That's what I want to know. After a year or two, I might have After about a week. Set. Was this digital? Yeah. Was she playing it on a computer? Was, don't she, know was, was it vinyl? I don't I know can guarantee Filling you. in for the mayor today, Manny. Right. <laughs> right. I can guarantee you, if it takes 16 years to build this roundabout, I'm going to not do <laughs> After a year or two, I'm going to be bitching. No, you go play this opera song outside of the job site. <laughs> Come on. A uh, little tar. Let's go. Boom, boom. Tar. Do you mean, do you mean, <laughs> a, do you mean asphalt? Yeah, beat it down with a shovel and let's get moving. Uh, by the way, she faces up to six months in jail if found guilty of the charges. <laughs> Put her away. Put her away. Are you trying to play something, Rook? There we go. Did you find it? I'm ready to to strangle myself. Why don't you come to your senses? Yeah. And here comes Bugs Bunny with this big mop. People who go go to opera and try to pretend like they know what the hell's going on, they pee me off. Give me a rope. rope. Give me a rope and a rafter. (laughs) Let's go here. All right. Okay. You know, when I uh, well, no. I got the uh, wife the scalp, the t- we were in uh, New York over Thanksgiving, and on Friday night, the Nutcracker starts. Oh, yeah. And I got her a ticket. She wanted to go, and I sp- had to scalp it for like 300 bucks. And she says, well, are you going? I said, no, they only had one ticket. <laughs> she got there's an empty seat next to her. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this state fair that's coming up next Thursday is going to be the last ever garage logic at the state fair. Yeah, they're that, gonna, uh, it's a little bittersweet. They're gonna, the, the fans are going to drive our buddy nuts. If he thinks he's sneaking out the back with those mobs of people, he's got no shot. No, it's going to be uh, like crowd surfing, yes, where they're going to lift be, him yes. up and just push him yes, around the he's crowd. Got, uh, he may, he he's going to well miss get, the bus. He might as well start pointing for the six forty-five instead of the four forty-five instead of the four fifteen. Joe, got one no more shot. story, Joe. My brother, he was yeah, a uh, right. GLer, and he's <laughs> yes. like, no, no, right? No. Yeah, he owns a motorcycle. You had him play. Uh, you let him uh, started up. Motorcycle <laughs> yes. on your show. Once. We don't even have time for the ride preview, but I know that it's, oh, it's special. A, it's a Friday Fun Fest feel good thought <laughs> yes, for the month is. or something. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 83 degrees, and the ride on a Friday is next.